Welcome to another edition of Wrestling With Myself. I am your ever humble host, Chris, and tonight we're going to be discussing what's been going on. Um, I think right now we are, you know, as you know, we're a couple of weeks away from the Royal Rumble, and I think for the and I think right now we're finally starting to get kind of a kind of kind of where we're gonna go as far as um, what we can expect versus what we're hoping for. Um, I really really liked on Monday they did uh, the altercation between CM Punk and. Uh, Drew McIntyre, again, I I truly, truly love Drew McIntyre's um, heel run right now. He is, and and I know I've said this before, but it's worth saying again. When you have a heel that is actually speaking the truth, that's the best kind of heel. Because you actually understand where he's coming from. You understand why he's upset with the locker room just embracing Jay Uso. You understand why he's doing what he's doing. And what he said last night, one of the things that he had said that was very, very interesting was on how how dumb Damian Priest was for not waiting to try and cash in until after he had beaten Seth Rollins. You know what I mean? Like, that to me just makes a lot of sense. Why? Why would you just... Why didn't you just wait? I was about ready to win. I could have won. And then you could have cashed in on me right then and there. Like, that to me makes a lot of sense. And I hope it makes a lot of sense to you. Um, and CM Punk basically telling him that, you know, that he's going to wait and, and throw Drew McIntyre out last. I don't, I'm still kind of, I, I'm like 85% sure that CM Punk is going to win the Royal Rumble. I'm like 85% sure. And I'm... I'm starting to lean more towards it because of the fact that I think that Cody then is able to talk to Nick. It, he go he then goes and tries to uh, then he tries to politic his way into the. Um, into uh, the elimination chamber, where he would then win that to to win the opportunity to take on uh, Roman Reigns. Speaking of Roman Reigns, we now know for the Royal Rumble it's going to be a fatal four-way match between AJ Styles, LA Knight, the returning uh, Randy Orton versus... Uh, Roman Reigns for the title. It's it's a good match. It's gonna be a very very good match. I think it's probably 
one of the few matches that when you finally get to it, when it finally actually happens, it's going to be a barn burner. Um, because of the fact that Roman has never really had to face more than one person for the title. Now he has to take on th- he has to take on three other people. He just him and um, him and Jimmy and and Solo just destroyed them. And I really really like Nick Aldis because I love the fact that he's standing there as they're just beating the crap out of him. And then he finally is just like, he goes up to, uh, he finally goes up to Paul Heyman and he tries to stop and he tries to say something and he goes, don't touch. And Paul Heyman's like, don't touch me. And then he continues following him because, hey, tell him congratulations. Oh yeah, for what? Because, because of what you just did, it's a fatal four way now for the Royal Rumble. I loved it. I love the fact that they, for the first time since we've really had GMs, you have two strong GMs now for the first time in a really, really long time. And I love it. Um, and the one thing I'm really kind of looking, the one thing I'm really looking forward to now is the fact that we're going to get I really think that Jay is I really would like to see Jay Uso win the Intercontinental title. I don't know if he's the one that's going to take it off of Gunther. That'd be amazing. I think that'd be such a great uh, move on their part to have him be the one that to takes it off of them. It, it just kind of, in my opinion, if he's the one that takes it off of him, he has to have a really good run then. And I really, really hope that he has that in him. And I know he does. You know, and, and what I mean by that is that he actually is going to be okay. You know, that he's going to be able to, to withstand a couple you know, four to five months as champion and be able to perform. Um, just because I really, really think that once Gunther loses the title, I think he's done with the Intercontinental title and then he can actually start going after uh, the World Heavyweight Championship. Um, one of the things that really kind of, really, really kind of like was like a head scratcher on Monday was the fact that Jinder Mahal uh, comes out and interrupts Seth Rollins. And I was like, you gotta be shitting me. Seriously? Because in my head, I'm thinking they're going to make him take him on at the Royal Rumble. And there's no chance that you'd think that he's going to dethrone Seth Rollins, right? But that's what we thought a couple years back when he took on Randy Orton for the title. Well, there's no chance in hell that Jinder Mahal is going to beat him. And then what does he do? He beats him. 
and all of a sudden we're all looking at each other like, what the fuck? No, seriously, what the fuck just happened? You know what I mean? Like, everyone's just like, um, is there something we're supposed to do now? Because no one knows, you know? Um, uh, congratulations to the to the women's tag team champions. They they defended their title. I thought that was such a great execution of the move by having um, uh, Piper uh, Niven basically do a Vader splash, and they moved they moved each other out of the way, and Chelsea Green still on the on on the ground. And she just Vader bombs poor Chelsea Green. I thought that was such a great move on their part. And then they just do the cake stand for the for the one two three. I thought that was really good. Again, I'm very happy that they're actually putting the tag team championships on an actual tag team. I like that. I like the fact that they're actually kind of uh, putting the titles back that the titles are actually out there, you know. And I really think that that's something that would, is really good, you know. Um, it, it's it's going... We still don't know how they're going to split the tag team titles because they really haven't said anything yet. But... I'm almost, I'm kind of at the point now where I think, I think how they're going to do it is that, um, is that the Judgment Day is going to, the Judgment Day are going to some way, somehow, like, Rhea Ripley's going to be like, well, we were only, they were only defending the, the, the Raw Championship because they're on Raw and, or some way, somehow. Like, she's going to weasel her way into having them where they're still champions or something like that. I don't know. I still don't know. I don't know how they're going to do it. Uh, because there's only a couple weeks left, we still don't know who uh, Rhea Ripley, you know, is she going to actually have the pay-per-view off i don't really think that they should they haven't given her a match yet uh eo sky still doesn't have a match uh ready ready for uh the royal rumble um against seth rollins doesn't even have a match really which is kind of surprising but I, I am very, very excited about where they're going and what they're going to do because I think that's the most important thing. The road needs to... The, the road to WrestleMania cannot be a bumpy ride, if you know what I mean. Like, it can't be like, well, well, we, well we don't know where we're going, you know? I honestly believe that Triple H knows exactly where everything's going. And I think that for the first time, because of the fact that we're almost a year in to Triple H just being the only one, where Triple H is basically like, okay, this is the road we're going to 
for Seth Rollins. This is the road we're going to with Rhea Ripley. This is the road we're going to with Io Sky. This is the road we're going to with Roman Reigns. This is the road we're going to 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 do every title and everything. Because honestly, I think DIY is going to probably... I honestly think DIY is going to dethrone uh, Judgment Day. And then... And then that's how they split them. That DIY wins it, and then they're like, okay, well, um, well, you can only keep one title because the other title is going to SmackDown. And then Nick Aldis basically kind of puts together a uh, a tag team turmoil thing or whatever. Um, I love the fact that our truth still believes that he is part of um, Judgment Day. I love that. I love the fact that he's, you know, the dramatization from last night's episode was, was really, really funny. Um, him as a baby and then him with the rest of them as babies was really, really funny. I thought the whole thing was was very well done by them. Uh, I, I think right now, I'm gonna go through every. I'm gonna go with every title, and I'm gonna and I'm going to kind of book where I think everyone's gonna go. I don't know women wise who's going to win uh, the women's side. I don't know yet. I'm of the opinion that Nia Jax could do it. I don't. I don't think that they give her that big win. I don't think they give her that big win against Becky Lynch without it being towards something bigger. And I really... I, because honestly, I think that that's what they can do. That they could basically be like, okay, well, we're going to go this way and this way. Um, would I like to see Nia Jax be the one? Yeah, that'd be great. I, as I've said before, I'm a huge Nia Jax fan. I think that she is really, really good, and I think that she's finally... I think for the first time in a really long time, people are finally starting to accept her as a wrestler. Uh, that and also, she looks a lot better now that she's... And I don't mean it because I'm fat shaming. What I'm trying to say is, is that because she's lost a lot of weight, she is doing things a lot better. She looks a lot better in the ring. Her moveset's a lot better. She's doing things better. And I think that's something to be that she should be applauded for. I would love for Nijax to win. I don't know if it's going to actually happen. Because on the SmackDown side, how are you going to put Bailey? How are they going to uh, dis displace ba Bailey out of damage control? And I think that's one of the bigger questions. How are they going to do it? Is she going to screw up somehow and that's why they throw her out? Is she going to win the Royal Rumble and she basically is like, well, you never, you know, my plan, 
my plan was for you guys to win, but guess what? I have a new plan, and that is to defeat you. I... I so, who knows how they're going to do that, you know? Um, as far as the U.S. title, I'm... I'm firmly in the belief that LA Knight's going to win it at at WrestleMania. I think he's going to win that there. Um just because they I don't I think I think Jake Paul is going I, I Logan Paul is going to some way somehow uh cheat to win and beat Kevin Owens. So I'm of that opinion. And then LA Knight, yeah, some some way somehow uh, gets diverted away from the Universal Title, and now gets to pave his way towards the U.S. Title. Uh, Seth Rollins, I honestly, like I've said before, I honestly think that he's going to hold on to it until WrestleMania. And be dethroned by CM Punk just because I think CM Punk is the only person right now that you could possibly give it to. Uh, just because the the only other obvious choice in my head is Drew McIntyre, and as we all know, he his contract is up in April. He's gonna be the good guy, and he's going to allow them to he's going to work until WrestleMania then he's gonna be gone. I'm of the belief that he's gonna wait until um I believe it's I don't know if he's gonna do it in July because I believe July is when they're doing money in the bank in Toronto, but I believe they're gonna have another uh premium live event outside of outside of uh, North America and I think that's where he comes back and I think that's when he comes back and he's bigger and better than ever because I think he's gonna I, I believe he's gonna take it he's gonna take like three or four months off and he'll come back as the conquering hero because I think that's what they really really want I think if when he resigns I think that basically just catapults him into winning the title in my opinion and I still and I and, and I know I know I know I don't think because so many people have been talking about oh my god it's gonna be Brock versus Roman Brock versus Roman I think Rock versus Roman happens at um, at, in Australia I think that happens there at Elimination Chamber if they are going to do it. Now, one of the things that I know a lot of people have been saying is what if Roman loses the title from, from now until WrestleMania and then it basically is another tribal match. I don't know if they're going to do it that way. I doubt it very seriously. But 
it would make a lot of sense for Roman to if, if they were to do that because I don't think that match itself is big enough where it doesn't need the title. It just doesn't. And then let him win, you know, let him do whatever he's going to do and then basically rides off into the sunset. You know what I mean? So who knows, but I'm still of the belief that Roman is still going to hold on to the title uh, until WrestleMania and lose to Cody and usher in the brain, a brand new era and Roman then can take uh, for you know th- three to four months and it's not gonna be such a uh, a big headache because he doesn't have the title anymore just because I believe the, the new TV deal comes up and I think Smackdown is gonna be on USA I believe and who knows where Raw is going to be. I, there's a lot of people that are talking about that Amazon's going to purchase the rights. Who who knows what they're going to do? You know what I mean? Like, who absolutely knows? Um, I wanted to comment really quickly on AEW. And... One of the in I wanted to talk about a couple of things. There's a lot of people that are talking that Mercedes Monet, Sasha Banks, is gonna sign with AEW, and that a lot of people are like, well, if she signs with AEW, it really doesn't matter because blah blah blah. I I think if she signs with AEW, it's a big win for them. Uh. I, I'm very, I'm very kind of like surprised that her New Japan deal was only for like one or two matches, but I think it also doesn't help that she messed up her knee, so she was basically out for most of the year. Um, but there's that. So who knows? Because there's a lot of people that are saying that she's already that one of the reasons why is because AEW is going to give her a lot more money or whatever. The other thing I wanted to talk about was MJF, Maxwell Jacob Friedman. And they were saying, and I don't know if it's true or not, who the fuck knows, um, but he finally had to have his uh, shoulder surgery. And that it was a lot worse than it actually, than what they initially thought. It was much worse. And that he's going to be out for almost a year. It would make a lot of sense if, if he hadn't signed yet. I'm of the opinion that he's already signed with AEW. <coughs> My apologies. My belief is that there is a contract offer on the table for him and that they're not going to have him sign it until after he comes back just so that they don't have to put a pause on that contract for a whole year. Uh, I am of, I'm of the opinion that he's just going to – he's going to get – the contract is basically set. He's just going to sign it in a year. And that Tony Khan's basically just gonna, you know, take care of him 
for the year with his medical expenses or whatever. I I'm very, very kind of surprised just because a lot of people have, have been saying that MJF's shoulder wasn't as bad as they thought it was, but it's actually a lot worse. So, uh, who knows, really? You know, like, it just kind of sucks right now. Because you lose the one, you lose that one person. And by losing him, you're now kind of stuck in that foreseeable, like, okay, well, who's going to be our main bad or main good guy for this year? And I think Adam Cole gonna, is going to fit that mold, mold to a T as the main bad guy for the year. Um, I wanted to do, I want it very quickly because you know, I'm, I'm kind of running out of steam here. But I wanted to talk about the guys that that everyone's been kind of the the guys that have been released, the men and women, and kind of see and kind of talk about where they're at. Uh, Dolph Ziggler, uh, he is uh, he's in New Japan. I think that is an amazing position for him, uh, especially because of the fact that New Japan, you just you basically travel out there like every couple of months and do like a couple of tapes, tapings, and then you do the their big their uh, their pay per views. Uh, I think that's a great position for him. I'm very happy for him. Uh, I think I think getting some sort of different eyes on you is a very good thing. Um, Mustafa Ali, he officially is doing his world tour. I am so happy for him. I love the fact that he's basically just doing a bunch of indie ma matches. Uh, when he finally came out on New Year's Day with that big production for his world tour and everything, and then they gave you all the dates, and it's only up until like April. I think it is like March or April. He only has these dates up to, and I'm so excited for him because he's he's one of those guys that I've always been I've always been a big fan of his, and they completely fucking mis mismanaged him. He could have been such a great face, and he could have he could have. Uh, been a multi-time multi Intercontinental Champion, a multi-time U.S. title holder. Uh, he could have been in a good tag team and win, that, win the tag team gold. Like, there are so many different things that they could have fucking done for him. And I think getting new eyes on you, again, like I said, with Dolph Ziggler or Nick Namath, whatever you're fucking calling him today, I think that's great. Uh, hearing an inter uh, one person that I was very kind of surprised about was uh, Rick uh, Boogs, Rick Boggs, or whatever, and him basically saying that he was a that he was a Vince McMahon guy, that Vince loved him, 
and Vince thought he was funny, and Vince just threw him out there. And I can see that. I could totally see where these guys are coming from, where they're just like, I was in, I was a, I was a Vince guy. Vince loved me. Vince thought I was funny. Vince thought I had something, you know. Uh, so who knows what he's gonna do? Uh, the one person I'm very kind of surprised about, and she wasn't in that particular, is um, is uh uh. Lacey Evans, and her basically saying that WWE was never her her true love. She never really loved it. She only did it. It was more of a job, and you know the fact that she hated that she had to travel with her family and stuff. And I completely understand that, especially since she has a young daughter, two young daughters. I mean, one you know I think like one one is like eight or nine or whatever. I'm not too sure. But she has two daughters, and I completely understand that. Shit, why would you? You know, why wouldn't you travel with your kids? You know? Especially if you have the money, you know, where you can't. And she's home now, and she's running her own little coffee shop, which I think is a great idea for her. She's not wrestling. She doesn't want to do it anymore. And it's like, all right, cool. Like, if that's what you want to do, fuck. You know, God bless. You know what I mean? Like, shit, if that's, if, if that's what makes you happy, and especially since she's already said that her coffee shop, that they basically, that they could, that she rents her, her, uh, her little, her little, um, cafe out for AA meetings, um, for all these different things, and then she'll, that they'll cater it and everything, and it's like, that's really nice, you know? Um, one person I'm very surprised I that we haven't heard from yet is um, is Dana Brooke Brooks. I know I'm one of the few people that was really a big fan of hers. I think she had the right look. She was. She had. She had a look that I liked. And that was that she was a strong woman. She, you could tell she worked out. You could totally tell. But she looked good. You know? And and I know that she's engaged to a bare-knuckle uh, boxing guy and all that. So who knows what she's doing now. Uh, she's, you know, she's got step, you know, she's got a... a She's got kids uh, from their previous uh, from from her future husband's uh, previous relationship, and so she's really happy just being a stepmom right now. So um, I'd really love to see her in an, in another uh, a wrestling promotion, but who knows? Um, I wanted to talk really quickly, and I'm very happy for her. And that's Naomi. Um, uh, Jimmy Uso's wife. I've always been a big fan of hers. She was, She is one of my favorite female wrestlers. She is super fucking talented. 
she's always been a good face. She was a good heel when she was for that brief time. And she's just really, really good. And it really, really sucked because she had a really good title reign when she was champion. And then she wound up having to relinquish the title because she got injured. And after she got injured, she never sniffed the title again, to my knowledge. If she did, then it was a very brief sniff at it. But I've always been a big fan of hers. And I'm so happy to hear that uh, that she could potentially be coming back to WWE. I think it also helps that Vince is no longer there. I think... Uh, just because I think Vince held held a lot of grudges towards uh, her and uh, Sasha Banks when they just abruptly left because because of that whole uh, you know that she that they let the company down when they left you know like if they just didn't feel comfortable then they, then they didn't fucking feel comfortable you know like whatever um that's gonna be it for me tonight. Um, I know I said it last week, and I mean it this time. Uh, we're gonna, tr- I'm gonna try and get it back on a regular schedule. Uh, we will be discussing SmackDown. We'll be discussing all this good stuff, and um, try and get ourselves, try and get our heads wrapped around whether what the uh, what the card looks like for the Royal Rumble. So I will talk to you all later. And until then, the next time you're all looking for me, look to the skies and follow the buzzards. Bye.